Hello, beautiful. We are back. Been gone for a minute. Now I'm back with the jump off. No, but seriously, I am so excited to be back. And if you are new to the podcast, then I welcome you to this new beginning. So um, if you're not new, then you've noticed there has been a name change and also that I have been MIA for a very good while. And because I know that I am accountable to you, I intend to share with you in this season two, episode one, um, which is necessarily entitled to passive in purpose, exactly what has gone down. So welcome to the new um, and improved podcast, formerly known as Reinventing You with Tiffany, now simply known as the Tiffany Huff Experience, which is also the name of my business for which God is the CEO. Um, And so the podcast name has changed to be aligned with exactly um, what God has been leading me to do and ultimately to have some order, um, to streamline some things, but more than anything else to be properly aligned for the vision that he has for the work that he has assigned for me to do for you. So where have I been? The short answer is I've been being too passive in my purpose. Um, and this may be a two part, um, episode. I'm going to see how much I can get through without keeping you here too long. But I do want to make sure that I don't leave anything out of this reintroduction of this episode because it's very important stuff. So again, just to kind of give you some background, the Reinventing You podcast started in um, April I believe of 2017 was completely um, a God thing, not something that I just woke up and decided I wanted to do. It was more of a divine download that I was given and um, in the moment was very obedient to. However, I started to feel like it was for not. And this is me being completely transparent with you. I was doing the podcast and initially I was doing it very regularly. And then the recordings became irregular. And finally, um, the recordings completely stopped. And I kept telling myself and um, people when I was asked that the podcast was coming back. And weeks went by and months went by and um, about a year went by and still no podcast. And in my mind, 
I think I had convinced myself of the lie that we often tell ourselves when we don't want to do what we know we've been told to do, that I was just too busy, that there were other things that were taking precedence, that there were other things that were a priority. However, if you take nothing else away from this episode, what I would pray that you take away from this episode is that nothing that is God ordained, nothing that is God assigned is not priority. So if it's a some if God has given you something to do and you know specifically that God gave you that thing to do, then it is priority. It does there are there are no things that take precedence over what God has assigned you, right? He does things in divine order and he doesn't assign you something that is going to interfere with what he's already assigned or entrusted you with. So that's that's point number one. But I convinced myself of otherwise, right? And the reason I convinced myself otherwise is because I was being too passive in purpose. Now, you know, purpose and doing the thing that you're called to do and living your best life, these are all very trendy things. They're all things that everybody clings to and hashtags and wants to put in the captions on social media. But the reality is that being in purpose, walking in your calling really does come with responsibility. And it is not something to be taken lightly. It is not something to be passive about. And when you are passive, you not only impact the way that you are, um, you not only impact what God has entrusted to you, you also impact the people that he intended to impact with what he entrusted to you. So um, I need to give a disclaimer though that my passivity, me, me being passive, pardon me, was not limited or did not start with the podcast. And so I'm gonna take you back just a little bit um, and try and do this briefly because it's important when we are in a season of reflection um, and seasons of reflection happen a lot toward the end of the year, right? So this is a time of reflection and I'm praying that what I share helps and encourages you through your reflection time. So it's important to really reflect and connect the dots and get to the root of an issue when you recognize that you have an issue, right? You need to get to the root because if you only deal with it on the surface level, then it's going to be a recurring issue. And that's what manifested with the podcast. It was not the root of the issue. So um, I've done some very intensive reflecting and um, refocusing and just having some time of honesty, not only with myself, with but with God, because I recognize that because I was not being as responsible and managing what he has entrusted to me properly, that I needed to seek forgiveness and um, repent for not being a good steward. So I'm going to take you back to 2014. 2014, um, I left my job, right? I had a full-time job. I had just gotten a promotion. I didn't apply for, I was making more money than I have ever made. And, um, God told me to quit my job. But prior to me getting the divine download from God, I had an interaction with um, a woman who I believe 
was introduced to us um, as an evangelist. So I was going to a program and um, to make a long story short, um, we were, I was in a workshop um, with a small group of women, this evangelist, this woman was leading the workshop and she stopped dead in the middle of the workshop, like stopped and looked at me like mid sentence and said, um, you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. And I was like, what? Like, excuse me? Like, do you know me? Never had met this woman before in my life. And she was like, you know what? I need to talk to you after this. I guess like she came to the realization that she had completely interrupted the workshop and the workshop was for a group of women. It was not about me. So I'm just like, okay. So we wrap up the workshop and she pulls me to the side and she's like, I, I want to pray for you. Um, you know, there's something that you're, you're supposed to be doing and you're not doing it. And I was like, and at the time I was blogging and I had just started doing workshops for women. I was doing breakfast at Tiffany's and, you know, just, uh, trying <laughs> and we, and if we don't, if you don't know, trying is a word that is indicative of an excuse or not being able to right? So I was trying to do what I felt like God was calling me to do. I knew at that time that I was supposed to serve women, but I was not really sure of the capacity. So um, I was using what I had. So I was doing these workshops and I was writing this blog and, you know, trying to figure out how to be a speaker and how to be a coach and how to motivate people. And um, so she said, you know, there's something you're supposed to be doing and you're not doing it. And I was like, oh, but I am. You know, I was like, I do it before work. I do it after work. You know, I'm doing this stuff in my sleep. Like this is how diligently I'm working to get to whatever it is that God would have me do. And she was like, no, when God tells you that you're supposed to do something, then you need to do it wholly and completely. And I was like, huh? Like, you mean like without, without a job? I was like, lady. I just like bought a house not long ago. Like I have a mortgage to pay. So I'm doing what God, you know, what he's given me with the time that I have. And she was like, no, she was like, if God gives you an assignment, you have to trust that he's going to give you the provision for the vision. Right. And so that moment, that conversation, now that I reflect and think back, that was the moment <clears throat> excuse me, that was the root of me being passive with my purpose, right? Because it's one thing when you don't know, but I clearly in that moment recognized that there was more God had for me to do, but I wanted to do it on my own terms. And I'm not sharing this to say that you need to quit your job by any means, but if you get... um confirmation after confirmation, if you are getting divine downloads, if God is clearly speaking to you or having others or using others to speak to you and you are completely ignoring it, even though you know he requires more, he wants more, he um, is trying to get more of you, then you're being too passive in your purpose. So um, somebody needs to catch that. So we have this conversation and then, you know, she prays for me, the session ends and I drive home and I could not 
do anything but cry all the way home. And I had about a 40 minute car ride. And so about three or four weeks later, I woke, um, I woke up one day and I just heard God say like on this day, you need to give your notice. Now, during the course of this three or four weeks, I was going through, um, what I can call nothing less of a very, like a spiritual labor. I was very emotional. Um, I was, I was just really being stretched and pulled by God. And it was more trying than it needed to be because I was fighting, right? I was trying to cling to what I knew to be my truth and not willing to surrender what God was showing me or trying to show me or trying to prepare me for was my truth. Again, all about being too passive. So um, ultimately, I quit my job in 2014 and um, then I went back to trying to do things my way. Again, this is the abbreviated version of this. Um, but I will say because I was so passive with my purpose, I didn't recognize that I needed to be um, seeking God full time. I needed to be pursuing God full time when I left my job. The challenge was, the problem was immediately after leaving my job, I started to pursue profit because my mindset was set on how am I going to survive without a job? Um, and this is another gem for you. Someone else, someone needs to catch this, that you have to know the difference of your, of your source and your resources, right? You have to know that um, no man-made thing, nothing that a man or woman can give you is your source, right? God is your source. Everything else is your resource. So in this season of reflection, I want to encourage you to really take an inventory of your resources, but know at the start of that inventory that God is at the top, he is at the beginning, and he is at the end of whatever or whomever goes on that list. So I started pursuing profit instead of um, having this full-time pursuit of God. And I know now that that is why he called me to leave my job because I needed to pursue him in order to be positioned properly to um, release how passive I was in my purpose, if that makes sense. But when God is your source... And he is the source of your purpose and you're not pursuing him the way you need to pursue him, right? Because when we think our job is our source, we pursue a job full time because it's our source in our mind. So if you are in a position where you think or you want or you, you're you telling yourself you want to live out your purpose, you need to be pursuing God as much as you possibly can. And again, this is not about quitting your job, right? But you need to be pursuing God passionately and fervently if you really expect to be able to pursue the purpose that he created you to live and breathe and walk and be and do the things in. So I was pursuing purpose and not, or excuse me, I was pursuing profit and not pursuing God and the purpose he had for me, although I had convinced myself that I was still doing what he wanted me to do, even though I was doing it my way, which led to a whole lot of struggle and a whole lot of strife. And um, between 2014 and probably 2016, I was telling people consistently that God was ruining my life. 
And the reality was that God was ruining my life. The challenge though, was that I was clinging to something that was no longer for me. And so when God puts you in a position to really be in purpose, right? When he is ready to use you, you have to expect him to wreck some things because the position that you chose to be in is not where he purposed you to be. And so in order for him to use you fully the way he intends you, some things have to be undone. Some things have to unbecome in order to become. So I was telling people that God was ruining my life. And in essence, he wanted to ruin my life, but I had the wrong perspective about the demolition that was taking place, right? So that's the second thing that led to me being passive in my purpose, right? First, it was pursuing profit, and then it was the perspective that I had. So there's a demolition that needs to take place, right? Like I said, you have to get to the root. And so God had to demolish what was on top of the soil, what I had built myself in order to get to the root and really connect with me at the core of who he created me to be for me to have a full understanding of what he really intended to do. So my perspective was really skewed and you know, when you have a school perspective, that's when you start to pursue things other than God as your source and sometimes as your resource. So I was pursuing profit and I was also pursuing um, people that I felt I needed to be connected to or I needed to um, have the strategy from or I needed some type of um, validation from. And the reality is, this is the next thing for you to catch as it relates to perspective and pursuit. That is, you do not need a co-signer when God is your headliner. You don't need someone else to go before you when God has already gone before you. You simply need to be willing to pursue him, to be passionately pursuing your purpose in him and to be in position for him to use you as he sees fit. So I ran into a lot of strife and struggle because of um, me pursuing the wrong thing and me also having a school perspective. And then in 2015, in the midst of me um, pursuing the wrong thing in this moment, um, particularly it was a job because again, my perspective was so heavily focused on the profit that I needed. Um, not considering that a whole year after I had quit my job, he was still keeping me, but that's for another episode. Um, so I was riding in my car one day, I was going to this interview and before I even got into my car to go to the interview, um, he was giving me a lot of red flags. Um, one of my friends messaged me and she always messages me when I'm about to do something that God would not have me do. Shout out to God for friends who are praying friends and who have covenant relationships that are ordained to be part of your life. If you don't have friends like that, you need to get you some. Um, so I got a message from my friend and she and I were messaging in the midst of me getting dressed to leave and go to this interview. Um, the issue was that I could not fit my go-to interview suit. 
So red flag what, number one was that I got this text message from her or this, this instant message from her and we were going back and forth. Red flag number two was that I could not fit my suit. And red flag number three um, was that all of this was taking me so long that I was going to be late for the interview. And no one should, wants to be late when they're making their first impression, right? So she tells me, she's like, I don't even think you should get in your car. Like, I think you should just stay home and, you know, get get centered and, you know, seek God about what he really has for you to do. And I was like, I'm going to leave the house. Um, I'm going to figure out how to make it work with this suit. And I'm going to leave the house because, you know, I've already told people that I'm going to this interview. So if nothing else, I'm going to the interview. I get in the car get on the parkway and traffic is ridiculous on this particular day. Of course, because, well, because it's rush hour, number one, but number two, because I left the house too late to get there on time in traffic. So, um, you know, when you are rushing, it seems like things are even worse than they really are. So by the time I was in the car for about 20 minutes, I had five minutes to get to the interview and, uh, I needed at least 20 more minutes. So I knew I was not going to make it to the interview. So I ended up getting off the highway and just driving down this road. And I remember I was listening to um, Sirius XM or Pandora or something. And I had like this gospel music on. And I was like, just so angry. Um, and it was interesting because I was like singing the songs, but I was angry at God at the same time. Right. And in the midst of, you know, trying to resist the reality that this was God redirecting me, right? He was being the GPS in this moment because he had no intention of me making it to this interview. I calmed down and while I calmed down, I started to listen to the music. Um, I remember it was a Yolanda Adams songs that came on, but I don't remember what song it was. Uh, but anyway, in this moment, I remember God saying to me, you know, while I'm asking him, like, what am I going to do? How am I going to live? Why can't I get this job? Like all of these things. And, um, he said to me, you are an evangelist. And if he had been in the car with me, I would have rolled my eyes at him. But instead I was literally immediately, I was just like, who pays evangelists? Like I'm sitting here crying out to you, telling you that I'm broke. I quit my job because you told me to, I don't have any money. Like this thing that I thought I was supposed to do is not working. And you talking about somebody being an evangelist, like that's stuff that goes on in the Bible. This is real life. And you know, I didn't really hear anything else from him. Um, I got down the road and I got in the car out of the car at this Panera Bread and I kind of just sat there and tried to gather myself because I was really, really distraught. Um, so that was the second time. The first time was in 2014, the encounter with the woman. The second time was in my car when God clearly spoke to me himself that he, you know, what he had called and purpose for me to do. And I was just like, yeah, okay, whatever. I need to get this money. And then the following year, um, I tried it again. <laughs> I, um, I tried to get this job and well, I got this job. It was a temporary job 
and I had it all worked out in my mind how the scheduling of this position was going to be perfect and I was still going to be able to do what God wanted me to do and then I was going to be able to have some money and it was just going to be great and I got to the job on the first day and and it was orientation and I felt like I was dying um I was weak woozy and queasy and um I couldn't focus. I felt like I needed to keep putting my head down. Like if anyone in the room didn't know me, they probably thought I was on drugs or I was high throughout the day. Um, so I came home and I was just like, okay, like I got to pull myself together. I got to get this together. So I went back the second day and the second day was even worse. And after that, I just knew I was like, you know what? This is not going to work. And I was so distraught. I was so frustrated. And I remember coming uh, coming up the steps in my home and being in my room. I was changing my clothes right at the foot of my bed. And I remember like crying and being distraught and God, you know, and saying like, God, like, what's wrong with me? Like, what what kind of person can't just go to work and take care of their family? You know, still pursuing this 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 profit, right? Um, because we we need to know and be confident that if God calls us to something, he's going to give us the provision for everything he entrusted to us, right? So God knew when he told me to leave my job. He knew when he told me that day in the car that I was evangelist. He knew I had children and a mortgage and, a you know, responsibilities. But that day in 2016, standing at the foot of my bed, just as angry and frustrated as I could be, I wanted to know, like, what kind of person, what kind of woman who is able-bodied, who is very smart, you know, who is educated, there was nothing wrong with me. What kind of woman, you know, what's wrong with me that I'm like, what am I missing? Why can't I get a job and take care of my family? And God, again, spoke to me so very clearly. And he was like, what kind of woman, what's wrong with you that you won't allow me to take care of you? And so that was the third time that he was kind of like up in my face, clearly telling me what it was like to just just pursue him, just pursue what he had assigned to me, just do what he was telling me to do. And if you're in a space where you feel like God is telling you to just do what he's telling you to do, or just get into alignment with your calling or your assignment, and you're unaware of what specifically it is, then what he is telling you to do is pursue him. What he is telling you to do is to get in alignment, get in sync with him so clearly that the confusion will dissipate. Because had I in 2014 or in 2015, um, and thank God, finally, after that encounter in 2016, I really started to get in alignment and, and pursue him a bit more, you know, but that's what he wants for us. If I had been paying attention, I would have known that if I had just started to pursue him and allow that to be the thing until he re revealed what was next, then I would have been um, a lot less frustrated, a lot less weary, a lot less exhausted, you know, because he had ordained, he had decided 
way before he revealed it in 2015 that I was to be an evangelist, way before um, he had that woman call me out in 2014 that he was calling me out to do some specific things. But because I was not pursuing him properly, right? Because I was only taking Jeremiah 1.5 at the first part. And I really, um, this is one of the scriptures that I want you to consider in your reflection, right? And I'm not going to, well, you know what? I will give it to you verbatim. I'm going to give you um, the NIV version, it says, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you before you were born. I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. And so the issue that, that I had, right. Um, this may or may not be for you, but just grab hold of it anyway. The issue was that I had taken hold of the first part of this scripture before he formed me in the womb he set me apart I knew that what I hadn't got or grabbed hold of was the nation he had appointed me to be a prophet over right and so when we take scriptures and we break them apart and we don't look at them holistically then we run into struggles and strife and we find ourselves being passive in our purpose. And so that's where I was um, up until that point. And then even though after 2016, with things started to shift, you know, I started doing Coffee and Clarity in 2016 and I started to get very focused and I was very intentional about my pursuit of God and of things of God and of doing God things over good things, right? The challenge, though, with being able to do God things over good things and being able to be in purpose, the challenge with shifting your pursuit to purpose over profit and shifting your perspective to God things over good things is that you have to grab hold of that second part of that scripture because he has already appointed you a prophet over a specific nation. There is there are specific people assigned to you, right? And so if you don't grab hold of that, then you could be using your gifts, but you are out of alignment with how he would have you use your gifts. And so I was still having that issue. And that's why when I felt like I didn't have anything to offer or I didn't have a word to drop, the podcast stopped, right? I did not take seriously that there was a nation assigned to me. There were people, maybe even one person assigned to the message that he was preparing for me to deliver on the podcast. I was being very passive with that. And it took really this up until this year that I really began to understand the responsibility that comes with the roles and the assignments that God gives us. Now, I don't want you to hear me saying that I didn't know um, when God tells me to do something, I should do it, right? That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying I did not take it as seriously as he would have had me take it. I was not executing in excellence the things that God had assigned to me. And that is because I was being too passive. I wasn't sure that what I was doing was really making a difference. And this is what you need to catch hold of. Sometimes God gives us a plan. And it's a great thing and we're excited about it. And then we take what he has given us and we start to plan in our own way. So I had begun to plan 
based on my still scoop perspective and that little piece of me that was still like, I need to pursue profit. I was still planning for how can I do, how can I um, turn this podcast into what I want? How can what this podcast is about become what I want it to be about? How can I use this to make some money and still serve God? And I'm not saying that God does not want us to make money or to have things or um, that we cannot be serving him and also um, reap, right? Because when you sow, you do reap. However... If your pursuit of a God thing is specifically for you to serve yourself, then you will find yourself getting weary and you will talk yourself out of it when it doesn't look the way you think it should look, right? So that's another thing for you to grab hold of if if you're as you're in your reflection time. If God assigned you to do something this year, and you wrote it down and you've been pursuing it, but then you attached your own plan to it, whether it was for profit or not. If you attached your own plan to something God assigned you and now you're in December and you're reflecting and you're like, well, my plan didn't go as it should have. It didn't work out the way it should have. It did not produce what it should have. I didn't get out of it what I should have. You need to go back to the God assignment that God gave you. And you need to be honest with yourself and say, was this my plan or was it his? Because sometimes we take God things and we make them our own. And then we try to justify the lie that God didn't keep his promise. When the reality was we were pursuing the wrong thing. We had our own perspective and our own plan with what God entrusted us with. And all of those things or a manifestation of being too passive with your purpose. If you don't take anything away from this episode, which I am going to chop in half. So this is this is too passive in purpose part one. And next Tuesday, I will wrap up too passive in your purpose part two, because I want to be very intentional about giving you content that is good, but also digestible. And I want to be mindful of your time. So, you know, just quickly to wrap up, you are, you will, you will find yourself, um, frustrated. You will find yourself growing weary. You will find yourself, you know, (laughs) tripping over things that God will have you trample on when you are being too passive in your purpose. When you take God's divine assignment for your life and decide that you are going to pursue it your way so that you can profit profit from it, you decide that your perspective um, is better than God's. When you decide that you are going to take what God has given you and then develop your own plan for it, you are being too passive with your purpose. Trust and believe that whatever God has called you to do and however it looks this year, however um, it didn't work or it didn't prosper or it didn't um, meet your expectations, don't get caught up in the hype of what you decided. You can't take on your purpose and then begin to pursue it or plan for it 
um, in a way that you see fit. When you decide to get in alignment, when you decide to walk your calling, when you decide to pursue your purpose, that means you have to pursue God. You have to align with his perspective and you have to surrender to his plan. Otherwise, you will find yourself starting and stopping. You will be consistently inconsistent and people will begin to question whether or not you are in a divine assignment or whether you just talking. And Lord knows you do not want to be the reason why someone begins to question God, right? Like your light is supposed to draw people to him. And so I'm going to leave you, um, you know, with these tasks and these questions to ponder. And so the first is, um, what resources have you mistaken as your source? And how has that school perspective of your resources impacted your pursuit of your purpose and of God, right? Which resources have you mistaken as your source and how have they impacted your pursuit of purpose and of God? And the other question is, why have you been passive in pursuing your purpose? Is it because of profit? you know, because of money or because of a mindset of lack? Is it because um, of your perspective and not understanding that pursuing purpose means pursuing God first and foremost, and you feel like you don't know how to pursue God? Is it because you had your own plan and it isn't working? And so you think that you misunderstood what God told you to do? Or is it because you don't believe, right? And you need to be honest. Here's the last nugget that I will leave you with. And this is one of the greatest lessons that I learned in the process of learning that I was being too passive in my purpose. The the thing is that when you decide that you are going to walk in purpose, that you're going to do what you're called to do, you have to shift from simply believing God, believing in God to being fully dependent upon God. And this is contrary to what is popular, right? Because we I-N-D-E-P-E-N-D-E-N-T, right? Everybody wants to be independent. Everybody wants to live their best life on their own. But the reality is you have to stay connected to your source and you have to be dependent upon your source to keep you going. The same way you depend upon that phone charger, you got one in the car, you got one in your bedroom, you might have that little uh, case on your phone. You are dependent upon your phone, right? You want to make sure it is always charged. People and you are able to access the things you need to access at all times. The same is true or even more true with your pursuit of God. You have to move from believing to depending. So I'm going to leave you with, are you depending on God, on God or do you simply believe in him? Um, and I want to share that before I go, that I am hosting a virtual workshop. Um, it's called Before the Board, and it is specifically purposed to help you really get focused 
um, on the pursuit of the God things for preparing you, you know, with prayer and a plan to be able to do the things that he has called and created you to do. It's, you know, we get caught up in the hype of making a vision board, but there is a work that you have to do before you even complete the vision board or the vision board is for not. It's simply a piece of poster board with pretty pictures on it. So the information to register for the virtual workshop, which is free and happening on Monday, December 10th at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you want to join us for the Before the Board workshop, you can register at bit.ly slash before the board. I will put the registration information for the free virtual workshop um, in the show notes, as well as the questions that you can spend some time reflecting on and um, share your feedback on, please, until part two of Two Passive and Purpose, which will be next Tuesday. So um, here, <laughs> here are your assignments as we wrap up, right? You can register for the virtual workshop, spend some time doing your reflecting, um, and share your reflections with me at um, hello at tiffanyhuffexperience.com. And last but certainly not least, wherever you are listening to this episode of the podcast, um, Apple iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, please subscribe, um, leave a rating so that someone else who might be in need of Chinspiration, which is challenging inspiration rooted in the word of God, um, can find it and gain access to it. You are blessed to be a blessing. And so if you are blessed by this episode, please do your duty and share it with some other woman who might also be blessed. I thank you so much for being here with me. I look forward to our time together, both on Monday evening and next Tuesday. Until we meet again, billions of blessings to you. God things over good things.